Hey, welcome back to Ottawa Church of Christ. Today, what I want to talk about is where do you go when you die? Uh, there's a lot of confusion over this. Some people think you go to the grave, fall asleep, wake up on Judgment Day. Some people think you go to Hades and wait there for the Judgment Day. And some people think you go to heaven and then come back and witness the Judgment Day. Which one of these three is correct? Well, let's look at the scriptures and, and see what the scriptures have to say. Where did people go when they died? Before Christ, where did people go when they died? Well, in the as far as the location is concerned, in the, in the Old Testament, it was called Sheol. That's where the spirits of departed people went into Sheol. In Numbers 16, we see Korah. He's rebelling. And to prove that God chose Aaron instead of Korah, God opened the earth, swallowed Korah, his tents, his flock, his family, alive, and they went down into Sheol. Sheol is... Well, the King James interprets it wrong when it says it's the grave. Sheol is in the heart of the earth. Because in the New Testament, Jesus says the Son of Man is going to be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, it's not a physical because in the Old Testament we see you can't dig deep enough to get to Sheol. But it's a place that's into the earth because it's far away from God. If God is in heaven, then Sheol has to be as far away from God as possible. So that's where Sheol is considered in the earth. Uh, its description, we have no description when it comes to Old Testament. All we know is that it's a power that controls, it keeps people. You can't come out of Sheol. You know nothing about what's going on on the, on the surface of the earth from Sheol. It's a place of darkness. No one understands it at all. But then in the New Testament, Jesus comes along in, in Luke 16, 19 to 31, and gives us an incredible insight to what's happening in Sheol. He calls it Hades, which is what it was known as by the Greeks. So Sheol and Hades, Sheol is Hebrew, Hades, it's Greek. They're both referring to the same place. So in Luke 16, the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man, when he dies, because he wasn't kind to anybody, he went to torment. There was a great chasm between torment and Abraham's bosom where Lazarus ended up. So there's reward and there's punishment. And there's no crossing in between. That's a lesson. That's where people went in Jesus' time when they died. So here's the next question we need to ask. Where did Jesus go when he died? Well, in Acts 2.31, Peter, using Old Testament, is saying God didn't abandon him in Hades, nor his, his body in the grave. So we know that Jesus went to a place called Hades. In Luke 23.43, he says to the thief, on his, on his side, he said, today you will be with me in paradise. So we know that paradise now and Abraham's bosom are both the same place, and that's down in Hades. Now here's kind of interesting. Why, why did Jesus go to Hades? Well, in Luke 9.31, the Mount of Transfiguration, he was speaking to Moses and Elijah concerning his exodus. Now, that word can be translated departure, but I prefer to see it as his exodus because that's what Moses had, an exodus, taking God's people out of bondage and into the promised land. So that's what they spoke about. Why? Well, I believe they spoke so that those two would go back down into Hades, prepare the people for the Messiah who's about to arrive in Hades. In Luke 24, 45, after his resurrection, he had to open the minds of the disciples to understand the Old Testament, so they could see that the Old Testament was pointing to him. 
Well, I believe he had to do the very same thing with those in Hades. They don't have all wisdom and insight. The, the Messiah hasn't shown up. The Christ hasn't died. So when he does die, he goes down, and now he explains who he is and all that they were writing about. Where did Jesus not go when he died? In 1 Peter chapter 3, it reads, But made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made proclamation to the spirits now in prison, who once were disobedient when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah. He did not go down to Hades to the torment to preach to those in torment to save their souls. Let me tell you, if you're in torment, you're going to believe anything. You're going to say anything to get out of the torment. No, Jesus went down to Abraham's bosom to teach the righteous. What this text is saying is, in the spirit, in the time of Noah, Jesus preached through Noah to those people to give them an opportunity for salvation. They could have got in the ark if they would have listened to Noah. Because in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, we see Noah is a preacher of righteousness. So he's preaching to save people as he's building the ark for that 100-year period. Nobody listened to him. But that didn't stop him from continuing to preach. And also, Hebrews 9.27, it says, It is appointed for men to die once after this judgment. Not the judgment day. Judgment. The day you die, you are judged. And you are assigned to be with God's people or away from God's people with the wicked. That's what happens the moment you die. And we need to understand that. That's what Luke 16 is teaching us. They were either in Abraham's bosom, paradise, or they were in torment with the rich man. So Jesus did not go to torment to save those people. He had already reached out to them during the time of Noah's preaching. So where did Jesus go after Hades? Because he didn't stay there. Matthew 16, 20, 21, he was raised on the third day. We know of the resurrection. Acts 1 to 3, he was 40 days on earth before Acts 1, 9 is when he ascended into heaven. Hebrews 9, 12, with his blood, because it's his blood that purchases our forgiveness. So Jesus on earth to prove, of the, prove the resurrection, and then he went back up into heaven to prepare a place. And now this is very important to understand when he says in John 14, 1 to 3, he wasn't going to build a mansion. He wasn't going to make a bed for you. To prepare a place, he was saying, I'm going to go die because you can't get to heaven. No man is in heaven. John 3, 13, no one has ascended into heaven, but he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. No one could go into heaven. Why? Because the blood hadn't been shed and the blood is the only thing that makes us perfect, allows us to enter into heaven. Without the blood, no one could go. Yes, Elijah was caught up in a whirlwind into the heavens, but he didn't go to heaven where God is. He went to Hades. Enoch never died. He was taken by God, but he went to Hades. You need to understand that because Jesus says in John 3.13, no man has gone into heaven. Okay, So he's got to prepare a place. So Ephesians 4.8 is rather an interesting text right here. Why? Because it says, when he ascended on high, he led a captive, he led captive a host of captives and gave gifts to men. Well, the gifts to men we understand because when Jesus goes to heaven, he's able to send the Holy Spirit down to the earth. The captive, a host of captives, is Abraham's bosom. It's paradise. They couldn't go to heaven until the blood, but now that when he goes in with his blood, now their sins are forgiven. 
Because the blood of Jesus, the blood of bulls and goats cannot forgive sins. The blood of Jesus reaches back and it reaches forward. So these people were now made perfect. As we shall see in Hebrews chapter 11, 39 to 40. This is the chapter of all the Old Testament heroes, right? And all these, having gained approval through their faith, did not receive what was promised because God had provided something better for us so that apart from us, they would not be made perfect. They couldn't be made perfect apart from us. We are not made perfect without the blood of Christ. So at the end of Hebrews chapter 11, all these Old Testament people haven't received the promise. But in Hebrews chapter 12, speaking of to the church that when you pray, when you are in the spiritual, this is where you go. Mount Zion, city of living God, heavenly Jerusalem, myriads of angels, general assembly, the church of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven. That's the Christians are now in heaven. And to God the judge and father of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect. Who are the spirits of the righteous made perfect? That's the Old Testament people. If we just go back one to Hebrews eleven thirty nine. Apart from us, they would not be made perfect. Now they're perfect in Hebrews chapter 12, which is just a chapter apart. Why? Because Jesus is now in heaven. The blood now allows men to enter into the throne room. Where did Christians go when they died back in that period in time? Paul says, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 to 4, he says, I know a man who's caught up to third heaven. I know a man who went into paradise. Paul sees paradise in third heaven the throne room of God. Jesus was talking about paradise being in Hades. But we see it's traveled. It's gone between the two because Jesus took it when he ascended on high and now those people are in heaven. Look at Paul, Philippians 1.23. I would rather, you know, I'm torn to stay here and to teach you or depart and be with Christ. Paul's saying, when I die, I'm going to be with Christ. And we know where Christ is, in heaven. And he also says, we prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. When I die, I'm going to be with the Lord. It's not going to Hades. It's going to heaven. In Revelation 4.4, 4, 24 elders. 24 elders represent Old Testament, New Testament. 12 tribes, 12 apostles. Not the exact individual people. It's representative. It's symbolic. But it's symbolic of all of God's people. Revelation 7, 9 to 17. John sees a multiple number of people that he couldn't count, all dressed in white robes, washed in blood of Christ. Who are these people? They're the ones that came out of the great tribulation. They're the Christians in heaven. Jesus, 1 Thessalonians 3.13 and 4.14, will return with his saints, which means they are in heaven. Where will you go when you die? Well, he who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments, and I will not erase his name from the book of life, and I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. The day you die, and if you've overcome, you've been faithful to the end, Christ will confess your name before his father and before the angels in heaven so that you are greeted by those that you already know that are in heaven. That's where you go when you die. You don't go to the grave and stay there until... Judgment day, deep sleep. That's not true. Jesus teaches against that through Luke chapter 16. You don't stay in Hades. Jesus delivered all those guys. That was the exodus that he took Old Testament heroes out of Hades and into heaven. Why? Because they had to wait for the blood of Christ. You, when you die, you go into heaven. You're judged instantly. And the judgment, you've got the blood. If you got the blood, you're going to be with God all eternity. That's where you go when you die. Thank you.